The Lord be with you. Welcome to Thin Places, the podcast channel of St. Aidan's Anglican Church in Nicholasville, Kentucky. I'm Father Lee, the pastor here at St. Aidan's, and I want to invite you to join me here each week as we join together to share common prayer, common worship, and common life. And just as the streams feed the trees on their banks till they pour in the seas, so may my life be to all those who share this wilderness road. This is the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, and his sons and livestock did as well. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty, or have to come here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know. For salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you and he. Just then, his disciples came back. They marveled that he was talking with a woman, but no one said, What do you seek, or why are you talking with her? So the woman left her water jar and went away into town and said to the people, Come see a man who told me all I ever did. Can this be the Christ? They went out of the town and were coming to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, Has anyone brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Do you not say there are four months yet till the harvest? Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white for harvest. Already the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life, so that the sower and reaper may rejoice together. 
For here the saying holds true. One sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap for which you did not labor. Others have labored and you have entered into their labor. Many Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, It is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is indeed the Savior of the world. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. For you, Lord, are our strength and our redeemer. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. Amen. So, today we hear about the Samaritan woman, sometimes called the woman at the well, the nameless female that the Eastern Orthodox named Fotini. And why should we care about this woman? What difference does she make? I think these are questions that she was asking herself as she made her way out of town to fetch a jar of water at noon in the scorching heat of midday all alone. It's not customary now, nor was it customary then, to schedule your manual labor for the middle of the day. Tasks of these sort are done in the cool of the morning or in the evening when the sun is starting to set. And yet, here she is carrying her jar in the middle of the day all by herself. And that too isn't customary. Women work together. So why is she alone at the wrong time of day? In the midst of the conversation that she has with Jesus, we begin to understand why. Jesus reveals this, marital, this woman's marital history uh, and this is a fact that would have been well known throughout the town. A fact that would have made her unwelcome with the women and why she was all alone. She has had five husbands and is now living with a man who is not the sixth. Um, a lot of times we misconstrue this as um, scandalous for all the wrong reasons. The Samaritan woman is often painted as a sexually promiscuous woman, flitting from man to man, making her unfit to be seen in the middle of the day um, with anyone, really, especially in the presence of other pure women. But this isn't really the case. The Samaritan woman is shunned because she's divorced, perhaps due to her barrenness. Women at this time didn't have the freedom to, dismo to dispose of men whenever they chose. When she had enough of him, she couldn't just dismiss him. Women were entirely dependent upon men, so it would have been unimaginable for a woman to do this, not to mention illegal. Men at the time, however, could divorce a woman on a whim. And as I mentioned, some commentators suggest that uh, she was married and divorced so many times, perhaps because she was unable to carry a child. But it could have easily just as been because the men grew tired of her cooking or because 
they simply <coughs> were bored of her presence. Whatever the reason, these many marriages and divorces made her an outcast among outcasts. Samaritans, as we've heard time and time again in church, through scripture, in our studies, and as well as John tells us today, have no dealings with the Jews. Long before today's story, Jacob's family was splintered. The Samaritans lived in what had been the northern kingdom. After the Assyrians invaded and conquered them, the Israelites were taken captive and scattered in and amongst other conquered peoples. These people were pagans that were tainted in their Jewishness in the eyes of the southern kingdom. Samaria was the capital of the resettled people, and it was avoided at all costs by Jews. And yet in today's gospel lesson, we find Jesus, a Jew, in Samaria, encountering not just a Samaritan, but a woman, rejected by the rejected. Father Lee is always encouraging us to pay attention to the details in the Bible that may mean more than they seem on the surface. Things like place names, or numbers, or repeated words, or ideas. And today's passage, which was very long, um, is filled with all sorts of these things. Um, and of particular interest to us today is the repetition of stories that happen at wells throughout Scripture. A repeated story is often a clue for readers and hearers to expect, to expect similar patterns from stories that they've heard before. So what should hearers expect of a well story? Well, they should expect a marriage. Throughout scripture, men and women met at wells um, always end in union. There's Isaac and Rebecca, there's Jacob and Rachel, Moses and Zephorah, and these stories all follow particular patterns. A man journeys to a foreign land, he comes upon a woman at a well, one of them gives the other one a drink, Women take news of the man back to their homes. Hospitality is extended to men. And finally, there's a joining in marriage. And the story of Jesus and the woman at the well, it does follow this pattern. As, but, but we know that Jesus is not a married man. So what's John trying to tell us? The Samaritan woman, the woman at the well, Fotini, serves as a stand-in for all the people of Samaria. As she carries her shame in a jar at noonday, Samaria carries theirs in the centuries-old hostility between themselves and the Jews. Jesus appears in this story to address not simply the concerns of one tossed-aside woman, but the collective concerns of a tossed-away people. Instead of a literal marriage between man and woman, Jesus is here to initiate a union between Jews Samaritans, and all true worshipers of the Father. He's here as the seventh man, the perfect husband, to quench the thirst of shame and to wed brokenness to restoration. There's one point within the scriptural well pattern that deviates from the norm. Rather than drawing water from Jacob's well, Jesus draws parallels to water found flowing from Eden, as well as water that will flow in the new creation. Jesus says today, the water that I give will become a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So let us, like the Samaritan woman, respond, Sir, give me this water, and drown our shame and separation in the wellspring of life. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
Thank you for checking out Thin Places today. If you were blessed by your time with us and want to know more, check out anchor.fm forward slash thin dash places for more homilies, devotionals, and worship from St. Aidan's Church in Nicholasville, Kentucky. And make sure to follow us and leave a comment and join us again next time in common prayer, common worship, and common life. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Father is restored.